morning, ICF Rome. These are your pastors, Rick and Jennifer Pasquale. Today we have a surprise for you. I am so thankful that uh, Pastor Vinny helped us today in worship Amen. from Minneapolis. Uh, we still had been off of quarantine and COVID-19. They were bringing this incredible choir from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, so we thought, well, let's have at least the worship pastor Lead us in worship. He awesome. did such an incredible job today. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you were able to worship. Now today, we've got a, another surprise besides it's Communion Sunday. Uh, you know, we always love Communion Sunday. Pastor Jen and I are going to tag team this message. Mm -hmm. So she's going to start. And this is just going to be a great month. I just want you to know that we start a new theme. Faith moves our giving. And there's many components to giving. So I want you to sit back this month. I want you to get your pad out. I want you to get your pen out. I want you to get your Bible out. And I want you to hear what the Lord would say to you, not only this week, but throughout this month. God's for us, and I want you to listen to this message. Wow. Thank you, Pastor Rick. And I see a family around the world, the nations, and the friends and the family that are joining us. What a powerful day to start our series, Faith Moves Our Giving. You know, this year our theme is Faith Moves. Faith Moves a Mountain. So today, first of all, I want us to set up our verse from Hebrews chapter 11, 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's one verse we're going to use. The second verse we're going to use today is Philippians 4, 17 and 19 from the King James Version. You'll see it on the screen. Not because I desire a gift, but because I desire fruit that may abound to your account. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So today, as we think about what God gave on Communion Sunday, his only son. We think about what Jesus gave. He left the throne of heaven for a manger stall and a bunch of sinful, yucky people because he loved us. He loved and he gave. And that's what we're talking about, giving of our whole life that faith moves us to be that person. So will you pray with me for a moment? I just want to ask the Lord. You, I say often, will you take your mask off? Will you lift up your hands and surrender and say, Lord, today, speak to my life in a new way about how I give of my life. So Father, today I thank you for the privilege to minister. I thank you for what Communion Sunday represents and what you gave your all, heaven's all. So, Lord, I pray that you would illuminate your word to each one of us, cause us to grow in faith today. In Jesus' name, amen. And everybody said, amen. Type it in the chat. Type in the chat and let us know where you're from. Type in the chat a big amen and a hallelujah. You know, we're doing online ministry, but we are doing face-to-face -face ministry. And so I want to hear, I want to see those uh, hallelujahs, those amens, those scripture verses. You can follow along in the chat. Even if you're watching later, you'll be able to see 
And that will be a testimony to somebody else that, oh, my sister in Kenya was saying, yes, amen. Hallelujah. So I want you to think about this theme, faith moves our giving. It keeps our hearts and our attitudes flowing from a spirit of generosity in all ways. So think about this. If you were at the store with your kids some time ago and sometime in the future, and you had so much money to use at the store, and the kids were saying, I need this, I need that, I need this, and you would keep giving it to them if you could, eventually you run out of your resources and you say, that's it for today, kids. There's nothing else. Well, I want you to know in the giving of our life, we should never run out of that spirit of generosity to give. To give, And so there are times when maybe we feel like, that's it, I have nothing left. That's when faith takes over. Because we're not talking about what I can do in the natural. We are not talking about money. We are talking about a spirit and a mindset, a character of heart, that I want to be a person that flows generosity in my life towards those around me, towards those I influence, even the way I live my life towards myself, that I would be generous with the love of God that he has given to me. God's given you love. Be generous with that love. He wants you to have an overflow. And I want to tell you, no matter what life feels like, when it's overwhelming, God has an overflow of anointing to see you through. I want to say that again. When it's overwhelming, God has an overflow of anointing to see you through. So giving is not a one-time action. It's a lifestyle that we cultivate. Giving is not a one-time action. It's a lifestyle that we cultivate. Natural thinking produces limited thinking. But supernatural, faith-empowered thinking produces a spirit of generosity that has unlimited thinking and dreams for extraordinary output. So in the natural, even during this COVID-19 quarantine and stay at home, we may feel like I am running out of emotional resources. I am running out of financial resources. I am running out of physical resources. Um, but in the supernatural thinking, I have a spirit of generosity that flows out of me, that wakes me up in the morning and says, I have more than enough for today. I want you to say that. I have more than enough for today. Type it in. More than enough for today. Hallelujah. So this month is about who we are in this ongoing pandemic and quarantine state of the world. It's also about who you are right there in your home, in your office, wherever you're listening to the message today. If you're not careful, it would be very easy to get self-focused in this world. You take your eyes off of what God's purposes and plans are for you and for those around you, and it gets very distracting, it gets very limited, but you keep your eyes on what God's purposes and plans are, the overflow of giving that came from heaven, faith will move your giving and your generosity of heart, mind, and spirit. So I want you to look at these three statements that are on the screen, and I want you to realize this is what we're talking about this month. Faith moves the giving of your life, the giving of your availabilities, not just your abilities, but your availabilities, 
and then giving of your talents and resources. Um, there are many studies in the world that talk about one of the best ways to increase your emotional um, stamina, your emotional well-being is by giving, by volunteering, by doing something for others. That's why volunteering is such a wonderful thing in our world because it does increase the endorphins that flow in your life and you feel better because you gave freely in a generous mindset of your time. So when we give our life, our availabilities, and our talents and our treasures, we are letting faith do what God wants us to do. For God so loved that he gave. When we so love, we give. Now, I want you to think about this. We've got a couple points this morning. The first one is, who gives? Who gives? I have the answer. Every person. Say every person. Every person has the ability to give. A child gives hugs and affection so freely. A friend gives laughter and a shoulder to lean on. A spouse gives up their own wishes sometimes for the greater good of the marriage relationship. A mother gives her time and energy. A father gives everything he can for his family. A grandparent gives their wisdom and their love freely, generously. A Christ follower gives friendship filled with faith, hope, and love. I want to be that kind of giver. I want to be that kind of Christ follower. You have been created by God. Say me. I have. You say it. I have. You have been created by God to use your unique talents and abilities for good. Jesus suffered. And in the midst of his suffering, he still gave his love to others. He still gave forgiveness. He said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. So no matter whether you're suffering or not, in whatever way, physically, financially, emotionally, relationally, Jesus is our example. And even in Jesus' suffering, he gave from the generosity of the love, not only in him, but from the Father, from heaven. I want you to look at Philippians 4, 17 and 19, because this is the, this is the reason why we believe that God gave us this message. And you know, we've said it many times, God gave us these messages back in the fall of 2019. And we prayed over May, 2020, Pastor Rick and I did. We said, Lord, what do you want to say in May of 2020? And we felt clearly this is what the Lord was saying. He knew what would be the state of your life on this first Sunday of May? And this is the verse. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire that fruit would abound to your account. And my God will supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So whatever you need to give freely, to have that generous mindset, the Bible says, I want you to do it so you have fruit in your life. And that, that the Holy Spirit, that God will give everything you need in order to do that. He'll give you a fresh mindset. He'll give you a renewed heart, a healed and restored heart if it's been broken. My God will supply everything you need to start a new, fresh way of giving with generosity of your life. 
The second thing is, so we know who gives, everybody. Why do we give? Because you might say, what? what's the point? Why? Because we want fruit to abound to your account. That's what the that's what the Bible is saying. And we want you to live with a generous heart because it makes you, makes me a better version of ourselves. I want us to let faith move our giving so that we can see fruit abound in our life. I don't like a little shriveled up grape that's been on the vine forever and ever. I love those fresh, rich, plump grapes that keep flourishing. I love that fresh, new, yellow, bright lemon. I want that fruit to abound in my life. And I want you to let faith move your giving so that you will experience the blessings of God in abundance upon your life. So here it is. And then I'm going to tag Pastor Rick in. Release and receive. It's the principle of heaven. When I take hold of the generosity of heaven and I release a generous giving in my life, I receive the fruit in my life that will abound. So Pastor Rick, come and take us through. Here we go. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Now, when you think about what's just been said, I, I was thinking as I was sitting in the room listening to Pastor Jen speak, how last month we tried so hard to communicate, we have an ambassadorship. It's getting the message out. And 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 you say, well, pastor, how do I do that? Right now, remember, we're reaching tens of thousands of people with this message. And you are part of getting the message out. So all you have to do, remember we talked about pushing the button, button last month? Push the button. So all you got to do is share. And that message is going to go out. This message that you've heard today so far is going to be going out to hundreds of people. Just push the button on your computer and your Facebook Live there or your other components and say, hey, I want to share this with my friends. I want to share this. And those of you that are listening later, after you've heard this, you say, you know, I know a group of people that need to listen to this. And maybe you could do a group together, a watch together. But it's this ambassadorship that we're talking about. See, I want you to let faith move your giving so that you will experience the blessings. I want you to be blessed. The blessings that come from God in abundance on your life. You don't want just a little bit of blessings. You want a lot of blessings. So if we release, we're going to receive. It's the principle of heaven. So number three is, how do we give? Well, you got to have this scripture as the basis for that. And it comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. I want to read this as I go in to finish this sermon. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Isn't that good? So if you sow generous, in other words, if you give generously, if you give love generously, you're going to receive love generously. If you receive, if you give grace generously, you're going to receive grace generously. Are, are you getting me? I'm reading the word. It's coming from the word. Each of you should give 
what you've decided in your heart. So make it up. Make it up in your heart that this is what I'm going to do. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. Not because you're compelled or pushed. But you, God loves a cheerful giver. Maybe this month as we go over this verse, particularly a few times, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8, and the kids will be having it there in, in, in the side chat. I want you now to listen to this point three. How do we give? Well, God supplies our needs. So if God supplies our needs, how does he do that? Well, God does it through us. You say, really? Yeah, God has chosen us to give grace. God has chosen us to give his love to others. Are you getting me? Are you listening? Hear me today. I want you to know a lot of people think when you talk about giving, it's minimized to one little word of giving money or giving things like that, a value of money. I want you to know that's not what God is totally talking about here. Yes, he's talking about the resources that we can have, but resources is just not in the euro or in the dollar or in the pound. It's resources are in other ways and measures. So I want you to hear a few things that I'm talking about today. So when we start this month, you're set for the month. So in other words, I want you to listen to this kind of more practical side of this portion of Scripture. So he gives us, so if we give, God's going to give us something back. Are you getting this? So he'll give us more energy. Anybody need more energy? So he'll give us more joy. If we give joy, he'll give more joy. Don't you want to be happy? Come on, let's be happy. You know, when you think about happiness, happiness comes from God. Well, if you want to give away happiness, if you want to give away joy to others, that makes the whole room a lot more better. You say, well, I'm the only person in my room. Then look in the mirror and be happy. Do something. Happiness is coming from God. He gives us more wisdom. He he gives us more love to share with those around us. And if there's ever a time that maybe in this confinement section that we should be getting better at being husband and wife, and maybe instead of one kiss, we give two kisses. Oh, pastor, there you go again. You're being practical. Instead of one hug to the kids, we give two hugs to the kids. Are you listening? Kids, In order, one hug, maybe we should give three hugs. Because mom and dad have been extra special to us. Instead of cleaning up our room one time, let's do it double. Uh, Oh, my goodness. My kids are going to run them in here so they can hear this. See, it's the principle. If we give generously, you're going to receive generously. See, he gives a harvest that goes beyond our expectations. Listen to that. A harvest. Harvest time is now. Let's receive this ambassadorship that we've been talking about for a whole month. It's time to receive the souls. It's time to receive the conversions of people that have left their false religions and now have said, you know, I'm going to go with God. God is the giver of all good gifts. God is the giver of grace. 
And if his people are the ones that give grace, if his people are the ones that give love, it's amazing how that gets contagious. See, he gives us his blessings. He gives us more favor. I want the favor of God in my life so that we can produce the harvest of fruit and blessings. So in these slides today, there's a listing and I want you to hear this listing. Be generous with God. We always need to be generous with God. You say over the month, we will teach you some things of how we can be generous with God. Be generous with yourself. Be generous with others. And here's some practical things of being generous. Be generous with love. Be generous with victory. I mean, shout the victories. Sing them loud. Be generous with joy. See, faith moves our giving. We need God's love. We need God's forgiveness. Maybe you've listened to this first month first week of uh, May and this message on generosity and giving. You're going to hear that a whole lot this month. There's five weeks in this month. Um, And and it's going to be a a great month because the world is starting to reopen. And as you've heard me say already, and, and you'll hear me say this week's prayer meeting and throughout these messages, that it's our time to let's get a strategy for opening up again. I don't see the church as the same church we had before COVID-19. I see it as our opportunity to be giving in a wider capacity, a bigger capacity. That word is generosity. If we give generously, In other words, go back to the scripture. If we sow generously, we're going to reap generous. I want to see more souls saved. I want to see more miracles happen. I want to see more answers to prayer. I want to see more wayward sons and daughters come home. I want to see the answers to our prayers. I want to see them. And if we are doing this in a generous form and fashion, I can tell you God is going to open the windows of heaven and the blessings are going to come upon us. That's what we want. We want just another teaching series. We want God's uh, instillment of this message, of this hope into our lives that we are generous, generous people. I want you to hear me. Do you hear my heart? Listen, my friend. There is no way that we can look at what God has done and say, wow, this is all bad. This is not bad. God didn't do this, this pandemic. This didn't happen from God. But I want you to know that God is in the middle of it now. And God is going to help us through this process. So maybe there's some cleaning out of some closets. I'm not talking about practical closets. Hopefully you've had plenty of time to clean the closets. But I'm talking about the closets of our lives. The, 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 the places that maybe need a little bit more work. And so today, in a moment, we're going to be going to communion. And what a perfect moment. What a perfect time in communion time to say to the Lord, here are some areas of the closet that I'm going to give to you. Here are some areas that I've not been generous in. 
maybe in your relationship, you've been a little bit tight, maybe a little bit frustrating, maybe not been the giver of, of grace and love and compassion. Maybe with your children, you've been a little bit too frustrated. Maybe, you know, it's gotten on your nerves. Well, maybe you need a little bit more peace of mind that comes from God. Whatever it is, friend, at this communion time today, I want you to be able to say to the Lord, here it is, Lord. And as we give this to God, I want you to know God's going to give back to us. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I love God's principles of giving. And this month, we're going to help you in this process. And I felt at the ending of this message, what a perfect way as we go to prayer that we anticipate at the communion time to be sowing. In other words, giving to the Lord the areas of our life that need some adjustment, that need some improvements. And we all need improvements. Don't sit there and say, I don't need any. Yeah, we all need. I need, Pastor Jan needs. We all need improvements. And so if we look at it from that compassion, that, that position, I want you to know that God will have compassion on us. His heart will be met, melded towards us if we do it in that form and fashion. So maybe you've sat here and listened today and said, man, Pastor, I, I haven't even started this journey. I, I, I'm listening now because a friend said, you need to listen to my pastor. And, and you heard this message and you say, man, how do I start that journey? Well, it's a relationship with Christ. It's a saying to Christ, come into my life and start working on me. As I gave you in the scripture last week, you're a new creation in Christ. God's recreating you. And so today I want to say that prayer with you. If you need to invite Christ in your life, I want you to just repeat this prayer with me. And the translators will have it there for you later for listening in Italian or Spanish. Um, but please take advantage of this moment. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I will stop doing because you've just come into my heart. You've just come into my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you just said that prayer and you invited Christ into your life, on the bottom of this screen, there'll be some, some ways to reach us. I'd love for you to send me a note and say, hey, my name is John and I just gave my life to Christ. Will you do that for me? Send it to our, our, our email address and I can just promise you, I will begin to pray for you for the rest of this year. God wants to help you. We want to help you. You just become a part of a great family all over the world. Now, maybe you've listened to this message today and you said, you know what? There are some areas I need to really unpack. Well, I'm going to save that part, that prayer for the communion time. So I'm going to ask Pastor Jen to join me today and we're going to have communion. We're going to do communion like we would have done it if we were in Rome. I know it's long distance and hopefully you've gotten your juice and your cracker, but I'm going to give you another minute to just make sure you got your juice there and your cracker or your piece of bread or whatever. 
God knows we're in COVID-19, so it's okay that you don't have all the proper elements. It's the principle here. And I want you to understand, as you're hustling about getting that cracker and that, that juice right now, I want you to just kind of shut yourself away and remember this message today. Are there some areas of my life that need some unpacking? Is there some cleaning out that needs to be done? And if that's true, when I give you the opportunity in a moment to pray, the Bible says, let a man examine himself and then let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 through 28, I'm going to read a portion of that and then we're going to Take the bread, and I'll read a second portion. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So this bread today is symbolic of the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. This would be a great moment for you to say, Lord, if there be anything in me, please pardon me. Please unpack something in my life. Please identify. But I, most of us know the areas that need a little bit of adjustment. So why don't we say to the Lord in a simple prayer right now, Lord, here it is. Here's my life. And then I'll direct you to eat with me. Lord Jesus, there's areas in each of our lives that need some work. And Lord, as we start this new month of series of a messages, Lord, I pray today as we, we participate in communion that we examine ourselves. That's what the Bible says, examine themselves. And Lord, we're examining. We're saying to you, oh Lord, if there be anything in my life that is not pleasing, there's any attitudes that need adjustment. Lord, let them be adjusted to this day. I want to be a generous person, oh Lord, in every area of my life. Lord, help me to be a humble person. Help me to be a gracious person. And Lord, I thank you today that you said, by your stripes we are healed. That's for our body. That's for our mind. That's for our soul. That's for our spirit. And Lord, today as we receive this bread, we partake together as a body from all over the world to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you've given to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we eat of the bread together, please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just take a minute right there and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we receive and we receive in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Man, I love that. We are the ambassadors. We get to proclaim the good news. 
the message of grace, the message of hope. Where would we be today without the blood? Today, let's be thankful. Lord, today we are thankful. We're thankful for your mercy. We're thankful for your grace. We're thankful for your love. We're thankful for your blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus that washes us white as snow. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your forgiveness. For those that have asked for forgiveness today, oh Lord. Lord, thank you for forgiving them. Lord, thank you for our salvation. Thank you for our church. Thank you, Lord, for your body of Christ all over the world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So now let's drink of the cup together, please. Amen. Amen. I have a thought. Thought? <laughs> Somebody, perhaps either now or in a few minutes, just took communion for the first time. Wow. That's awesome. Welcome to the family. <laughs> you know, it's a great family. And today, I hope you've heard from the Lord as Pastor Jen and I have shared this opening week. I got some surprises for you. Next week, you don't want to miss it. In America, it's a holiday next Sunday. It's called Mother's Day. So guess who's going to preach the whole message? Mama Jen. First Lady of ICF Rome. And I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. So I want you to get the word out. You say, well, that's for the women. No, 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 no. She's going to speak to us men. I'm just telling you. It's for the whole family. You don't want to miss next Sunday's message. And I want to encourage you to be faithful in, in your prayer time. Join us for our prayer service. Um, and I want you to not miss that on Wednesday nights at 7. We pray for all over the world. Join in the Bible studies that are all throughout. There'll be people contacting you if you're an ICF member to just encourage you. Also, I want you to be faithful in your giving. There'll be areas there on the screen that you can see how to give online. And, um, you know, I, I know God's going to take care of all of our needs. And God is going to... Because he's a generous God. He's going to give great blessings to us. That's what we said to you today. Great blessings to us. So today, I bless you. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. In the name of the Holy Spirit. Be blessed, our church. And have an amazing, wonderful, blessed week. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Don't forget to buy her a present. <laughs>